may not look like much. Got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I am John. Today. Today. What are we doing? Is the day. That the Lord has made? Yeah. <laughs> and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. It's been a while since we reminded you that we're Christians. Uh, yeah. Also, it's been a while since I feel like we've recorded a podcast. Um, Took a little mini break. Yeah, we've had some... You've probably noticed if you're a faithful listener to the podcast, but our schedule hasn't quite been as consistent as we would like it to be. Um, you know, it's the summer. Things happen. Dude, People this get has been, busy. This has been the busiest summer that I've had in years. I concur. And I I'm I legit have had this conversation with Andrea where I'm like, I don't want to be this busy in the yeah. summer yeah. ever again. Mm-hmm. And I think I've just come to the realization that single people are bored more often than people in relationships because I'm... Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I do more things. Like... Mm-hmm. Good, fun things. Yeah. Like, I'm not complaining that, like, oh, I'm so... it's Life is terrible. I have this wonderful girlfriend that I <laughs> hang out with, and we go places and do things. Like, yeah. The, how awful is my life? That's not at all what I'm saying. Andrea, he doesn't like you <laughs> No, Andrea, you are wonderful, <laughs> and I would rather be busy doing things than be bored out of my mind. So that's good. But I just feel like single people are lonelier and bored more. I think well, you know what? Just, that's so a whole conversation time. on singleness that a will podcast. take forever. <laughs> I have I have many thoughts because so I have I. many thoughts. So yeah. let's do that another time. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so we normally in this podcast uh, we release episodes on Fridays. I think John and I were talking a little bit ago because of how just crazy busy it has been. I think we might push things to Mondays. I don't know, fans. Let us know. When do you want this podcast to come out on? Wouldn't it be nice to like wake up Monday morning and just know there's a fresh little birdie in your podcast feed? A fresh little millennial falcon. A little millennial falcon bird. Yeah. That's just like (laughs) gracing you with its presence. Tweet, tweet. Here we are. No, that's trademarked. We can't Oh, sorry. No, it's not Twitter anymore. No, it's it's X. X. Yeah. Now it's XX. (laughs) Add one more X and you're in trouble, but... All right, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get down do, to business. Do you want to get into it? <laughs> let's get down to business. All right, all right, all right. So today we are going to review Star Wars The Clone Wars episodes 11 and 12. Indeed. Dooku captured and the pushing. Gungan General. Yeah. So Dooku captured Gungan General. Those are the two episodes we are reviewing today. Take it away, Tom. Indeed. All right, Tom. Manhunt. After a long and perilous search, the Jedi finally tracked down Separatist leader Count Dooku. During a heroic attempt to capture the Count, Anakin Skywalker has gone missing. Having lost contact with Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi heads toward his friend's last known location a lone Separatist frigate in the far reaches of the Outer Rim. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Tom Kane. Thank you. 
I'm not going to say it this time. <laughs> uh, all right. Friend Dude, of the show, Tom Kane. Let's hear the official description. I feel like the person that wrote all the Wikipedia articles for all these has been getting, I don't know if lazier is the right word, but more concise because I feel like as the weeks go on, these descriptions get shorter and shorter. Somebody's just like, I, I forget it. It's like, I you know what? I don't want to put too many details in here. Um, okay. The official description is technically... During their own attempt to kidnap Count Dooku, Anakin, and Obi-Wan, discover that the Sith Lord has already been captured by pirates. That's the whole thing. I mean, accurate. It's a single sentence. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I guess that is extremely a brief version of what happens here. Um, yes. I mean, that basically does describe almost the entire episode. If you're just... 30,000 foot view. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit more interesting things. The The one thing that is actually super interesting that I want to talk about here is you'll notice as this episode opens up, was it just me or were you super confused by Tom Kane's intro? Because Tom Kane talks about the narrator, talks about how uh, Anakin has been kidnapped. That's the first thing in my notes. I was like, all of a sudden, Anakin's kidnapped. I feel like Star Wars does this a lot where, like, okay, even in Phantom Menace, you just start, like, and I'm saying the right movie this time. I promise. <laughs> I'm thinking of the right movie. This is Qui-Gon. The movie just starts, and boom, you're in this meeting where Qui-Gon and Obi are meeting with... You're talking the, about episode one? Yeah, Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. Where they're just in this meeting um, talking with the banking district or whatever? The, the Trade Federation. Trade Federation, yeah. right. I always get Trade Federation and Banking Clan. I always say one or the other. Yeah. They're they're but both it's, slime. It's okay. So. I'm a newbie. <laughs> I, I, eventually, I'm going to have to stop using that excuse, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I feel like Star Wars kind of tends to just like, here, here's the action that's already happening. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're just going to drop you in the middle of it. Well, but this one was aggressive. This one's very aggressive. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because like Ange and I put it up. I thought I skipped th an episode. That's what we thought. We put it up and we're like, wait a second. Did we miss an episode or something? And we had to like go back into the Disney Plus, look around, watch the ending of the last episode. It's like, no, 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 no. It didn't put anything like this. That's what I did too. Um, here's what is happening behind the scenes here, John. I looked this up. Did you know? And I really wish I would have known about this. And there's some super fans out there that already know. Super fans. But interestingly enough, apparently I closed the tab for this. Oh, no, here it is. Interestingly. <laughs> interestingly enough. <laughs> Star Wars, The Clone Wars, has a web comic series that goes along with the canon of this show. And there's entire issues that come out in between episodes for the first few seasons of The Clone Wars that actually explain some of those things that happen in between. There's been other episodes that are we, we've are watched. Are we missing major plot points then? I don't know about major, but definitely plot points, small ones, I think. I don't know how big it is. I've never read these. I didn't even know they really existed. Like, I knew there was canon comic books that happened during The Clone Wars, but these are actually web comics. They're not like comic books. I don't know if they ever did get printed. Um, I haven't seen anything about that. But they they existed on their website and they aired at the same time as the show did, like kind of throughout it. Like they released the comic book, and then like the next week the episode would come out, kind of a thing. Um, something along those lines, anyway. 
And there is an episode, or there's a comic book episode before and after this uh, episode, uh, Dooku Captured, um, that explains a lot of things. Interesting. Yeah. I was like, so it kind of goes through the whole, like, how Anakin got captured. Because the the weird thing is, is uh, Tom Kane, the narrator, is like, yeah, Anakin's captured. Like, that's just kind of like, yeah, we know that. Because he talks about it as if we knew this has already happened. Anakin has been captured. And then the episode actually starts, and we learn that he was captured technically, but he meant to be captured as a ploy. Yeah. Honestly, that's what I was – that's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, Anakin was captured. Mm. Yeah. No, I feel like this is a ploy. And he purposely didn't bring his lightsaber so that it could be an easier target and more believable to be captured is what they said. So, Mm -hmm. um, which – you know, that out of itself would be really strange to encounter Anakin and be like, hey, where'd your lightsaber go? <laughs> I don't know if they explained that in the webcomic because I didn't read it. Uh, I just figured this out today, the whole webcomic thing. Yeah. So I actually wanted to go and like read them because apparently they're really short. Like they're only a couple pages um, or a few pages at least. So very interesting. We'll talk about something else that happens in between this episode, the next Ooh. one that is also explained in the comic. That is a huge plot hole unless you've read the comics that explains it. Interesting. But we'll get there. Um, Do you have anything else to say on that? Because I have, I have a curiosity ahead. for the right the next thing that happens. Go ahead. So, Anakin captured, right? Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan sneaks onto their ship. Yeah. Does he use Force Dash? Because there's one moment where he's, like, trying to sneak past the droid and get from one door to the other. And he all of a sudden, like, goes a lot quicker Maybe he's just like slowly creeping up and then like sprinting. But yeah. it, I, I almost thought it was a force dash and I kind of wanted it to be just because I really want to see force dash again. I mean, they're quick. Like if you go back and watch the then, Phantom Menace, mm, that force dash. Then it wasn't a They it, cover it wasn't a, a force ton dash. of distance and like a, a split second kind of a thing. Okay. So now I'm thinking he's not using force dash. No. I think it's just quick. Like it was, it was just more like a sprint. But the reason I brought that up is because. We've talked about this a little bit, but I don't think we ever got to it like, like, I don't feel like I completely understand. Using these like bigger force abilities, Mm -hmm. like the, like how Palpatine like uses the lightning or like the force choke or like lifting people or like throwing all the droids back or like, does that exhaust you? Like, do you just get extra tired from that? Yeah. Because I would imagine like, oh, just... All battle long, just whoosh, yeah, whoosh, like yeah. whoosh. Just push, push them all back, hit them into mm-hmm. each other, like break them apart. I don't you could know. win so easily, but I feel like maybe it's like I'm either thinking it's that you get it that your body gets tired, or there's like because they always talk about the balance of the force of mm-hmm. like. So we've talked about this a little bit before because I was just gonna say I'm wondering if it's like a balance of the force, like if you just. If, if the light side of the force just always trounces on the dark, it wouldn't really be in balance either. I don't know. But there is evidence that using larger force abilities does, like, take it out of them. Mm. Like, in the sense of, like, it exhausts them. Because you see that when, um, for example, in Attack of the Clones, episode two. And I am talking about Attack of the Clones. Um, Yoda catches a huge like uh thing that dooku yeah. knocks out of the ceiling like this mm-hmm. big metal thing or whatever 
Yoda catches it. It's a massive pipe, like structure. Right? Yeah, he stops it from crushing Anakin and Obi Wan because they're both knocked out. And he catches it with a force, and it, you can see that he's having to exude a lot of energy to like push that to the side. Because when he pushes it to the side, he almost like catches his breath for a second or whatever. You can tell it was like a huge thing for him to be able to do that. So obviously, the force does to a degree kind of exhaust them to use. Now, I don't think it's, like, exhausting them in the sense of, like, they're draining their force batteries or yeah. anything like that. I think it's just in the same way as if you were to use your muscles to lift a big heavy thing, you're going to yeah. have to, like, take a second to catch your breath. Well, to compare it to, like, this just makes me think of Sue Storm from the from Fantastic Four, Marvel. Mm, yeah. Um, if she uses her powers to, like, generate a force field, like, she'll get really tired. Like it's She gets nosebleeds. She gets nosebleeds. She gets, like, exhaust, like yeah. exhaustion. Um, or even like Violet from The Incredibles, mm -hmm. who basically is yeah. Zeus and Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. my gosh, I just realized something. What? The Incredibles are just basically the Fantastic Four. Eh. Alas, the girl is Reed Richards. Yes. Um, then the other two. Mr. Aren't... Incredible is basically the thing, except he's not the thing. He's just the. Oh, the okay, the I guess you could say that. Yeah. Dash is Johnny yeah. Storm. They have the same Dash, powers. No, Dash and Johnny Storm have very different powers. No, what am I thinking? Of course, no, of course not. I guess that's the only one. That's the not Human quite the Torch. Same. I was thinking, silly me. I I don't know why I did this. I was thinking the Flash, the Flash and the Dash. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, lady. I have to make another apology video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but that's a total aside. Yeah, Never big mind. Big aside. Big aside. Anywho, so, um, so yeah, in this episode. Anakin gets captured by Dooku in his ship, and Obi-Wan sneaks onto the ship, rescues Anakin. Um, of course, this isn't much of a surprise to Dooku and stuff. They end up go, uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan both confront Dooku, and he's just sitting there meditating as one does when does he, they use the Force. Is that also <laughs> like a, doesn't he do the same thing, and we haven't reviewed it yet, but doesn't he do the same thing in Revenge of the Sith where he's just sitting there waiting oh, for them? Oh, it's very reminiscent of that scene. Yeah, or or does he do that? And I'm, I, this isn't me mixing up the movies. This is actual. Doesn't he also kind of do that in Attack of the Clones when he's when? Uh, I don't remember. I, I know he doesn't remember the Sith, right? I mean, there's been times where you see him kind of just like meditate. It's a very like. Um, elder in mm, the force yeah. thing to do to just like Yoda does it all the time and things like that. I don't know if you ever see Palpatine do it, mind you, but just for wise force wielders to just be sitting there meditating before they get into action and stuff, it's very common <laughs> to see. Um, but yeah, anyway, they go approach him. Dooku pulls the lever and shoots down <laughs> a hidden shaft or whatever. Pull the lever, crunk. Pull the lever, crunk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and basically escapes, and Anakin chases after him down the tunnel. Again, yeah. I just another classic Obi Wan Anakin moment. Yeah, where Obi Wan's like, "Here's the plan." Anakin's like, "Nah." Yeah, yeah, classic. Honestly, I don't know why in this episode it was starting to get to me a little bit, but I felt like Obi Wan was starting to get a little bit annoying to me with how often he was being just like so sarcastic. And like almost arrogant at moments. Um, I do. I do like constant... live action Obi Wan a little more than I like animated. Yeah, Obi -Wan. I, I feel like. See, I like some stuff from animated Obi Wan, like in the series, 
and stuff, but I don't know what it is about like this episode and even some other episodes that we've watched recently where I feel like he has way too much, um, I don't know, over half of everything that comes out of his mouth is like some sarcastic remark. He sounds more egotistical. Yeah, it's a little bit arrogant mm-hmm. and stuff at times, which like I realize he's not being arrogant. He's just constantly like teasing almost with Anakin. Like they're half of their conversations are just, they're never being serious. There's a lot of banter, a lot <laughs> of a like. Lot, there's a lot of banter and stuff. Like I wrote down a couple of just like lines and stuff like that they had. I was just like, oh wow, come on. And it gets way worse than this too. But uh, this is the ones I could remember uh, and look up. But Obi Wan's like, when you're a Jedi Master, you can make the plan. And then Anakin says, that's just it. How can I become a Jedi Master if I'm always getting caught? And Obi Wan says, at least you're a master at getting caught. <laughs> and then these other things like Obi-Wan's like, for all your expertise, this is not a very smooth landing. And Anakin says, if you'd have hit that second fighter, we wouldn't be in this mess. And Obi-Wan says, I've had better landings and stuff. They're just they're always like having this stupid banter yeah. all the time. You know what? They should start a podcast. Yeah. I feel like this episode specifically was probably one of the worst for that. Where it's just, the, I mean, the whole episode had them together, like basically the yeah. whole time, right? And same thing with the next one. Um, it was either that or like I noticed a few times, like Anakin, like, oh, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna kill Dooku, and Obi Wan's like, no, we can't do that, Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't it know just why. seems like that's the whole trope of Obi and Anakin. Yeah, is like. Just Anakin's like a renegade, and Obi Wan's like, "Oh, you're so tiring." Yeah, and yet they love each other somehow, and and all this stuff, but they're always disagreeing and stuff. But they're never like totally mad at each other necessarily. It's I would just like to teasing. see. I would like to see more sincere Anakin and Obi Wan moments. Yeah, because the only issue I have with this is this doesn't seem like a very like, like if you never see any like good moments between them, you're almost like. Are you secretly a little bit resentful of Anakin right now? Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of questions I've asked in these in these. I'm like, it sounds like you're just a little bit passive aggressive yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, I totally pick up on that too. So maybe it's less arrogance and more like passive aggression. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what the right word was for it, but I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, long story short, like I don't need to go through every single plot detail of this episode, no. but the general concept is. Uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan, they end up shooting down Anakin, or Dooku's, Dooku's ship. ship. He crash lands on Vancor, and then they crash land on on the same place. I can't remember how they crashed. Why did they crash? There was two fighters. Oh, it's the fighters. And yeah. they were shooting at them. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, there was other fighters and stuff, like TIE fighters. So they had some um, damage to their ship. Yeah. So they crashed as well. Um, all on Vancor and nobody like seems to be like the relief to help them out seems to be so far away. I never really understood how come Dooku didn't have as fast relief as I feel like he should have and stuff because all of his ships and stuff were literally right there. <laughs> I don't know. The plot. plot. Know. <laughs> um, but anyway. They get trapped in a cave, right? They get trapped in a cave. Yeah. Dooku basically sets a trap. Yep. Knocks the cave. cave. Cave's in the cave. How do you say that? Cave's in the cave. <laughs> Makes a cave in. Um, Makes the cave be caved in. Yeah. The one thing that was cool in the cave, well, one, it's really funny that we go from, in the beginning, Anakin gets trapped, gets caught. I mean, not trapped. He gets captured. 
mm-hmm. even willingly, but he doesn't have his lightsaber. And then in the cave, Dooku right away steals his lightsaber again. Yes. <laughs> which is just really funny. That yeah. whole, that whole, like we were just talking about Anakin and Obi-Wan, that whole scene of like Obi-Wan being like, a Jedi should always, I forget exactly how he says it, like, a Jedi should always be mindful of his, of his weapon or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. then he uses his and it's like not working right. Yeah. And then they have more stupid banters like, oh, exactly. rock yes. your lightsaber too. And stuff like that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But they nearly escape uh, a Gundar. Like that. Gundark? A Gundark? Is that I think it was Gundark. Um, Gundark. Those are pretty cool. That was kind of cool. I feel like we've seen those before. Have we seen those before? That monster? I recognize the name. Yeah. Maybe we have. Maybe it's coming up and that's what I'm remembering. Um, but yeah. They fight a Gundark. Basically, almost don't escape. Uh, but the cool thing is... And there's some toxic gas. Yes. We get the introduction to one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Oh. Hondo. Wait. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Pause. Pause. Mm-hmm. Pause mm-hmm. right now. Pause. Mm-hmm. Are you are you telling me that he's going to make a return appearance? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All Hondo right. Onaka. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm fine with this. I liked him. I, I liked his character. Yeah. He was, this is another thing that I'm just, and they, they, they bring this up in the podcast, like, Jedi have been hunting Dooku. They bring this up in the podcast? The, the episode. <laughs> what, did I say podcast? Yes. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> so they bring this up in the episode that Jedi have been hunting Dooku. Yeah. For, like, go see to the millennial, the, male, the malevolence arc. They just keep trying to get him, but he keeps escaping. But he gets caught by pirates. Yeah. Like, no, but he walks right onto the ship. I know. And he just lets them, like... I know. You're a Sith Lord. You can just, like, force push them all away. Like, you you could take them all. Dooku could trounce all of them. Yeah, the pirates are basically... In a minute. Yeah. The pirates show up, led by Hondo Anaka and stuff, which is one of the pirates, and they're basically taking his ship. But it seems like Dooku's just like... he's just, like, okay okay with it. Yeah, he's just like... I guess he's like strategizing in his head. He's like, okay, my ship's damaged. I won't be able to fly this out of here. Should oh. I kill them all and try to steal their ship and pilot it myself? Or do I just let them take me to the nearest town and then, then I can get out another way? Oh, which, okay. That makes like, sense. Um, That's which a good way of thinking about it. I feel like if I were Dooku, I would have just killed them all because there was only like what? Like half a dozen pirates well, or less or i'm just thinking more. of dooku's character like we like we've seen him in tales of the jedi we've seen him up to this yeah. point he's just become this ruthless mm-hmm, sith mm-hmm. lord yeah i don't like that kind of took me out of the episode a little bit i'm yeah, not gonna lie. I, I had the like, same thought him and obi they both seem a little out of pocket yeah it's out like of he, character i mean yeah he should have just zapped them all and took the ship that's what i think he should have done but also, I think Hondo is cool, so don't. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, they take him to I the have pirate a theory. planet. I have a theory now about Hondo. I don't think he's going to be a bad, bad guy. I don't think he's going to be a bad guy. I think maybe he's like a neutral. Like he's a pirate, but he's not necessarily a good guy, but he's not. But at, see, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. So mm-hmm. say more words, Josh. Say more words. I could say lots of words okay. about that, but I won't. <laughs> say more words about different things. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Dooku gets, long story short, Dooku ends up getting kidnapped by the pirates and stuff. They overtake him because he brings him back to that place. And they, I mean, this part I do kind of get because they were, he was literally surrounded 
by dozens of pirates with guns. I, I still feel like, feel like he Dooku might had not a have been chance. able to take them all out in time at that moment, anyway. No, you're right. You're I feel right. like any Jedi. You're right. Would have struggled a little bit with that many guns at every single, like fully surrounding you. Yeah, he was in a circle. No, Sing- you're right. Singular target. You're right. You know. Um, I was thinking he could just like force push everybody, yeah. but then somebody's gonna get up and shoot him. Like, yeah. no, okay. I, th- I you're right. Yeah. I can see before he gets onto their ship. I think there was little enough of them that he could have done it. But after when they actually kidnap him. But then I, again, like this just doesn't seem like Dooku to me. Yeah. But we brought that up a lot. I, mean, yeah. I can I can let yeah. it go. Cool thing is, when they kidnap him, they end up putting him in the same type of containment field thing that Dooku put Obi Wan in and Attack of the Clones. Did you notice that? Oh where, yeah, where his like yeah. his hands are like stretched above his the, head like, and his legs are spread rope. out and everything. Yeah, like, he's like basically hovering in those like. Which again reminds me of chains. the Incredibles. <laughs> Yeah, it's very similar to that. <laughs> you know what? This is the theme of the episode. This is the Incredibles episode. Um, but I, I thought that was a really fun, like, reminiscent, like, switching of roles thing because Anakin and Obi-Wan end up showing up and stuff. They go talk to the pirates peacefully and stuff. He's like, hey, uh, or this is what happens. He tries, Hondo tries to talk to the Republic to ransom, mm-hmm. or not ransom, but offer dooku up for a reward ransom so, ransom i guess that is the word yeah. ransom and then hondo eventually kidnaps anakin and obi-wan as well uh or no that happens in the next episode i don't yeah okay that yeah next episode oh that's the end of this episode actually yeah this episode basically ends with obi-wan and anakin kind of just like yep dooku's that's, here that's another thing that, like okay you have you have your money Mm-hmm. In the pocket, basically. Like, you have Dooku captured. Republic, yeah. The Republic is here. Why are you trying to kidnap them? I don't know. Like, it, just to just as an insurance policy? I think they're just trying to get more money. They're pirates. They just want to maximize their profits. Okay, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I did think it was I have a bit some, I have some plot issues with this episode. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it, to be honest. Yeah. It's a really good episode, but I'm like, yeah. I feel like in a lot of ways, they're just like, well, just this has to be the plot. Let's just push it along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just push it along. It was a really fun episode. I it really was. enjoyed this one a lot. Um, like, at the very, very, very end, like the ending scene of this, Hondo basically, well, not him, himself, one of the pirates, poison their drinks. Because basically, Anakin and Obi-Wan, they're like, hey, Come join us for some drinks in celebration mm-hmm. and stuff. You have to. It's our culture or whatever. And so they sit down. They poison their drinks, give it to them. And then Anakin and Obi-Wan swap the poisoned drinks with the pirates that are next to them and stuff. And then they just drink it. The pirates next to them fall over. And nobody reacts. <laughs> nobody reacts. I know. That that's another. Drinks. I'm realizing there was so much them. about this. Sorry, I totally <laughs> talked over you. But I'm realizing there's so much in this episode that bugged me. Okay, we might as well talk about this right now. I was going to wait till we start the next one. The comics explain it. Explain what? Explain how come they didn't, like, how come nobody reacted at the end of this episode to Mm. them not getting knocked out from the poison. Is it because pirates be drinking a lot? Okay, so I didn't read the comic, but I read a brief description (laughs) of essentially what mainly happens in this. So, because here, here's the confusing thing. The very start of the next episode, which we'll get there in a second, but I'll just say it now. 
They're captured. They're captured all of a sudden. It's like, okay, so all of a sudden, Anakin and Obi-Wan are now captured, even though they didn't end up drinking the poison, and they were fine at the end of the last one. Now, all of a sudden, they're captured, and they don't explain it. Cusco's poison? The poison for Cusco? Yes, that one. Uh, this is a Emperor's New Groove Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically Star Wars. And, oh, no, wait. Star Wars is Disney, so it is that counts. Disney. Um, well, not at this point. I don't think it wasn't, but... Um, it is now. It is now. The comic book talks about how salacious... Not salacious, crime, Same alien species. The Kowakian monkey lizard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know the little red alien thing that was like on people's shoulders oh, and yeah, stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Kowakian monkey lizard. Um, that that's, dude... That's a word. <laughs> yes, I know. It's a crazy name. Pliff. <laughs> or no, Pilf. Pilf, muck muck. <laughs> Pilf muck muck. Is Somebody's the, mother hated is him. the name of the Kowakian monkey lizard. That monkey lizard, I don't know how it happens. I didn't read the comic, like I said. But apparently, that monkey lizard uh, sets off a whole bunch of gas and gases the whole room. And that is how they ended up capturing Obi-Wan and Anakin because and you they gassed couldn't- them. And you couldn't put that in the episode? I know. I don't get it. Like, I guess they're really trying to push people to go to their website at this point when they're making this show. And that's why they're doing this or something. Because it's just these little, like, six-page web comics. You know what? That kind of makes sense for the times to, like, yeah. dress up. And so. I don't okay. know. So that's essentially what explains this massive plot hole. So it is explained. It's technically not a plot hole. It's just you don't see it or it's not explained in the show. Interesting. Yeah, it is. I weird. almost want to go back and, and look at these web comics. Now. I really, I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, they're not on the website anymore, so you have to like find them somewhere else. I, w- I was briefly starting to look, but I just didn't have time to mm. kind of fully look into it. But I want to see if I can find them. I'm sure. I'm sure they're somewhere on the internet to read. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's essentially this episode. Yeah. It, it it the way we're talking about it all sounds like we didn't like it at all, but I actually really genuinely enjoyed this episode. Yeah, so entertainment wise and like yeah, fun wise, really fun. good. I just I'm realizing I have some plot issues. Yeah. All right, let's get into the ratings. Get to the ratings. Visual effects animation. Seven point eight. I gave it a seven point three. Hmm. Step above for me. I, I think they've been Kinda average. I don't know. I feel like they've like. I graded this on a curve of like, oh, this has been, well, have they been the last few episodes? So now it's my average. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I mean, too. Like, they've stepped it up in recent episodes. I feel like it's pretty good. So 7.8. Yep. Acting, 7.1. So just kind of yeah. above. I gave it a 7.6. Like, just, yeah, a little above average. A little bit above average. Character development. I'll give it a 7.9. 7.4 for me. 7.4. Um, again, you kind of. You just get a taste of Hondo here. You don't really dive into him it's yet. That's more lot. in the next episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seven point nine. I, I enjoyed it. Anytime a new character gets introduced, I, bump, I always love. I, I always bump like it up a, a new touch. character, especially if especially if they're gonna stay around for a while. Yes. Dialogue is kind of lacking for me <laughs> on this yeah. one. We've talked about this already. I think this episode. So yeah. Six point seven. Six point four. Wasn't enjoying all the bad banter between obi-wan and anakin in this one so 6.4 there's a fine line yeah we've said that before sound design it's my new standard 7.5 7.8 i just like the soundtrack mm-hmm. they did a good job with kind of the environment for the the um 
the pirates, mm-hmm. Arian, everything. I thought that was really fun. Um, the plot. I enjoyed this episode. I really liked it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was I fun. like. I had some beef with certain things, but it mm-hmm. was still a fun episode. Yeah, it wasn't like a great, phenomenal episode, but it was good. Yeah, uh, I gave it an eight point four seven for the fun factor. Seven point two for me. Yeah. So that brings my final average score to a seven point three. I have a seven point five, so our average will be seven point four. 7.4 for Dooku Captured, which is so unoriginal of a title for an episode, by the way. I know. Dooku Captured. That's what happens. That's what it's called. <laughs> 7.5 or 4. 7.4. All right. That's another rating. Put that rating in your books. All right. Let's go on to <laughs> uh, the Gungan General. Can I just say one thing right off the bat? Do it. And you've brought this up before. Mm-hmm. Whoever, what was the name of the guy who usually does Jar Jar? Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best does a fantastic job mm-hmm. because I really didn't like this voice. I have the same comments. I have the same um, comment. I thought that the air, and, and it sucks because Phil Lamar is the guy who does Jar Jar Banks in this one. He's a really like good actor. Like he does other stuff. Aside from voice acting, I'm fairly sure. Uh, but he's a pretty prolific voice actor a- as well. Um, but he just didn't I definitely nail recognize it. his face. Yeah. I just, he this isn't a it. character for him. No, he didn't He didn't do a great job with this episode. I feel like we've heard Phil Lamar's Jar Jar Binks before. Yeah. In other episodes already. And I feel like those ones did a better job than in this one. I don't this know why. This one just didn't, I don't know. Or maybe it's just because we just came off of Ahmed Best's portrayal of it and his voice is just so iconic i think what it was for me was i finally came to a place of like being okay with jar jar Mm. and now you're not again (laughs) no i'm fine with jar jar because i don't know he kind of worked in this episode but yeah it was just my only complaint jar jar wise is the voice yeah and now that i have my like now i know the jar jar secret that he just has such a low brain cell count that Mm -hmm. the force is just like manipulating him that's i'm like <laughs> that's not what happens no that's my theory i'm gonna stick with theory. it i'm gonna stick with theory. my theory as i was watching this i, I knew you're gonna bring that up again <laughs> i was like oh great john's gonna think that the force is using jar jar to do all these fantastic <laughs> things <laughs> i don't think i'm wrong like i'm cool with you not agreeing with me i just that's my theory boo you suck <laughs> go look an egg <laughs> uh all right, what happens in this episode, John? Oh, wait, we uh, didn't even get into... Tom Kane! Tom Kane and the uh, stuff. Wow. Don't blame me, I'm a newbie. <laughs> Take it <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just want to use that excuse. Oh, now. my gosh. Uh, Take Tom, it away, Tom Kane. Save us, Tom. <laughs> Dooku held for ransom. After escaping capture by Jedi Knights Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi... The villainous Count Dooku fell into the clutches of pirates led by the brigand Hondo Anaka. Eager to get custody of Dooku, the Republic agreed to pay Hondo a hefty sum in exchange for the Sith Lord. But Anakin and Obi-Wan had not counted on the treacherous cunning of Onaka and his band. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. All right. Official. Front of the show, Tom King. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to sneak it in every time. Uh, it's for the bit. Uh, no. <laughs> that bit can die official description 
you want me to just read it. It's so short. Yeah, Again. go for it. All right, official description. While negotiating Count Dooku's ransom, Anakin and Obi-Wan are taken prisoner. The Jedi and Sith form an unlikely alliance in a bid to escape with Jar Jar Binks as their only hope. Help us, Jar Jar. You're our only hope. Yep. Um, I thought this episode was really fun as well. I, I enjoyed this yeah. one a lot. Um, so, yeah, all three. It's one of those classic, like, Oh, the bad guys and the good guys have to team up to get past a mutual enemy kind of a yep. classic episode. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. Because um, they're all prisoners together, but not only are all three, like Dooku, Obi-Wan, Anakin, are prisoners together, but they're also all chained together yep. by laser ropes, which I don't know how that works, but it's cool. <laughs> Lopes. L- wow. Nope. Don't like that. Um La ropes. Uh, so basically this episode is just can they escape kind yep. of an episode and they try multiple times to escape and fail and, and fail yes uh because the pirates are actually like some of them may be really stupid but they're strong like uh, they have they all have guns and there's a lot of them and they're all over the place and so it's really difficult yep. for them to escape um because they don't have their lightsabers and all that stuff either so it's they, they have the force, mind you, and they do use it a few times. Um, but yeah. And of course, the really stupid banter continues in this one a lot. And there's an addition to it of like, I just noticed a few times like Anakin continuously being like, oh, I want to kill Dooku. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan be like, no, Anakin, we can't do that. Yeah. Like at this point with the banter in this, I feel like Anakin feels like he's, or Obi-Wan feels like he's Anakin's dad. And it does like, feel no, that way. Anakin, you yeah. can't do that. Remember, yeah. we're good people. Mm-hmm. We can't just kill people, even if we want to. And Dooku keeps making comments to like, oh, you got to control your Padawan kind of a thing, too. Like, so along those lines, anyway. Um, words like that will get your head cut off, Dooku. Yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, so one of the interesting kind of... The, the main plot of this one is the Republic doesn't know. Anakin and Obi-Wan were captured. So they are basically sending some delegates from the council to basically go kind of pick them up and take Dooku, uh, give them the spice, which is what they're paying with. They're paying with spice stuff, a classic sci-fi payment thing. Um, so they're giving them the I spice. I thought it was very cool. As like, I thought it was kind of an homage to like the old pirate stories of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Classic payment in goods. And stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, or gold or whatever. Because spice is essentially gold yep. in like sci-fi world and stuff. I, I really don't fully understand it, but it's the spice wars. What is the currency in Star Wars? There's a bunch is of them. Just Republic credits, credits yeah. is one of the, the main ones. Um, I can't remember some of the other ones now, but there, there's a few. Yeah, so they send Jar Jar and Senator Karis. Karis, yeah. Karis? 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 Senator Karis, Karis guy. Um, Mr. K. The, did you notice that really <laughs> stupid scene where, uh, so Palpatine, as Palpatine, is basically sending the delegates, right? So he's talking with Jar Jar and Senator Karis, and Senator Karis, he, he's like uh, directing his conversation to Senator Karis, and Jar Jar is like, Misa has a question. 
and stuff. And he's like, one moment. Uh, I can't remember what he calls him, but it's like representative representative Binks, Binks and stuff. And he's finishing his conversation with uh, Senator Karras. And we never get to hear what Jar Jar's question was. I know. I remember thinking that. <laughs> we, we never get to hear what the question was. I was like, uh, okay, I guess we just never well, know. I was just like, hey, I finally like this guy. You yeah. listen to him. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was acting like such a child in that moment, too. Yes. It was just yes. like, hey, I have a question. It's like, okay, hold on. Dad. You'll be okay. Dad. Like, Dad. Yeah. Dad. <laughs> uh, anyway, so very. this episode had a few moments that I thought were like the violence got turned up really high and stuff. I, I thought there was yeah. a few moments where I was just like, whoa, that was a bit intense for kids show kind of moments and stuff like because uh, Jar Jar uh, with Senator Karras again and a few clones, they get shot out of the sky essentially mm-hmm. by some rogue pirates because there's some pirates that are like, hey, let's go behind Hondo's back, take right, the spice. Because they're yeah, just going to take the spice and run, betraying Hondo. Um, mutiny. Mutiny, yeah. Didn't quite work out that way. Um, but they shot down the ship, and Senator Karras gets, like, beaten around in the ship and dies. That from, was like, a little brutal. brutal damage. They even showed his, like, kind of, like, beat up, mangled body kind of, like, in the corner <laughs> of the crashed ship. Yeah, stuff. I'm I wondering, like, like, I feel like, again, this isn't, like, it's for kids, but it's also, an, like, anybody of all mm-hmm. ages can enjoy the show. I think Because like, when I watch it, yeah. I don't feel like I'm watching a kid's show. No, you don't. I think it is geared towards teenagers. I think teenagers are the, the target yeah. audience. Um, but And because of that, you know, it's definitely fully watchable for adults, obviously, because we're adults. We're grown we're men. We're grown-ups. Who watch Star Wars in our spare time. Oh, I hate that I said that. Uh, <laughs> big kids. <laughs> um, yeah, so Senator Karras is dead, and Jar Jar and a few of the clones are essentially trying to find their way. I just love that you're like, so, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. He died. And BD. No big deal. And then I love when they're like, so who's in charge here? Oh, no, it's Jar Jar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, Jar Jar holds he's rank. Technically, the highest ranking individual here. Um, and see, uh, right then, I knew as soon as they said that, mm-hmm. as soon as the clone said that, I'm like, this is going to be another episode where just miraculously, Jar Jar just yep does everything. Any right. any episode Jar Jar's in, he just clumsily solves all the problems. I wonder how. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to rehash <laughs> this. Did you notice there was another one of those really terrible scenes? Like all the pirates show up at the crash site. Not all of them, but, you know, the ones that were betraying them. A plethora thereof? A dozen of them or so uh, showed up on their bikes and just circling the clones and Jar Jar, firing all sorts of lasers. And all the clones are standing perfectly still and firing back. And nobody is getting hit on either side. (laughs) Yep. It's like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) This is going to keep happening. And I'm sorry if I keep commenting it all the time, but it always annoys me when no, I fully they're get standing it. perfectly still. They have zero challenge to hit these people. And none of the pirates, who are very decent like shooters and stuff, they're supposed to be anyway, aren't hitting any of them. There's like the odds are so in their oh favor, too. They're literally yeah. surrounding the clones mm-hmm. in Jar Jar. 
and they just somehow kind of like back up and jump into a geyser to hide from them and stuff and then the pirates doesn't like isn't that jar jar's like oh i know this ecosystem kind of thing so it's like we'll be safe uh he said he's like i watched the beasties and if the beasties aren't afraid of the the geyser like they know when the geysers are going to go off because they spit acid and stuff like that Mm -hmm. the geysers are spitting acid um so yeah they go and hide in the geyser the pirates take the spice yeah yeah another side note do you remember as a kid being like super freaked out and everybody i remember as a kid everybody in my friend group talking about how big a deal acid rain and quicksand was gonna be yeah and now you never hear about it no I just remember listening to the radio the other day and hearing somebody talk about, remember how big a deal in the 90s and early 2000s we thought acid rain was going to be? Yeah. And now we never hear about it. No. No, you never do. I still think about that sometimes, though, where I'm like, anytime it rains and stuff, like not anytime, but sometimes, it crosses well, my mind. It's like, is this water safe? Is this water sanitary? <laughs> um, yeah, no. As a kid, I was like, is this the rain that will kill us? Yeah. <laughs> This is the side. This is the side note episode. Also, Incredibles, <laughs> Everson Group, and side notes. Uh, I thought there was also. I I hate to be the guy that's always like picking out. Well, that's not realistic. Kind of things and moments and stuff. I know I tend to be that guy. It's also a cartoon, though. It's also a cartoon because there's that moment where all of a sudden they all very quickly tame the beasties or whatever and ride them. Yeah, it went like camp. zero to sixty back to zero. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess that's just what happens because of well, things. Jar Jar. Okay, here's another thing. Jar Jar does that. Like he did that in a in an other episode. Yeah, where there was this big beast. That's true. And then he makes friends makes friends with it. So that's true. Maybe the force helps him to make friends with animals. Yeah, there is precedent for that. I guess. Oh, you're, I'm going to get you on my side on this. <laughs> I'm winning. Um, I did really enjoy that whole scene, though, when they're they're coming up on the beasties or whatever. Uh, I keep calling them beasties because that's what Jar Jar calls them. They're beasties. Um, and they come across uh, a few of the tanks and stuff mm-hmm. from the pirates and stuff because they're driving up to kind of like, you know, meet up with the delegate or them, mm-hmm. I guess. Um and Jar Jar goes off by himself to, like, with... It's part of the plan, but he goes off to talk with the pirates. <laughs> Doesn't one of the clones, like, convince him, like, yeah, hey, he does. you're the representative. You should go... Yeah, it's like, you're the one they're expecting. You should go talk with them, kind of a thing. Uh, and he goes up to them, and it, he essentially just takes them all out. He gets into the tank, causes it to go crazy, and knocks out the other one and stuff and it, it's just a fun clumsy yeah. scene again jar jar's clumsiness saves the day and not the force hey i mean <laughs> i've said it enough this episode i'm good um okay later on in this episode we're back with anakin and obi-wan eventually after many failed attempts uh anakin and obi-wan and uh dooku and Don't stuff they have like three attempts I think they get out and everyone fails. Yeah, I think the third one they end up getting through and stuff. Or this Mm -hmm. is what happens. The pirates go back to them a third time and they they separate them. So they leave Dooku. They take Obi-Wan and Anakin out into the main room and they hang them. Not like (laughs) hang them in that way. But they hang them from their arms uh, from the ceiling and stuff. And uh, basically they get loose. They grab their lightsabers back. 
which here's the weird thing. Only Anakin's lightsaber was there. Specifically, in the beginning of this episode, or not the beginning of this episode, the last episode, when they go to meet with the pirates, they left their lightsabers behind. I don't remember that. Obi-Wan, well, Anakin's lightsaber was with Dooku. Mm -hmm. So Dooku had his own lightsaber and Anakin's lightsaber with him when he got captured by the the pirates. pirates took. Yes, the pirates took the lightsabers. Obi-Wan left his lightsaber behind on the ship because when they went to go meet with the pirates, they couldn't have any weapons on them. So they went in, and then they were captured. Somehow, when they basically got loose and, like, forced their lightsabers back, all of a sudden Obi-Wan has his lightsaber, even though the pirates never had it. (laughs) Interesting. It's like a continuity error there. Um, And then, you know, they cut themselves free, all the stuff. They... Kind of get through it. And then Dooku brutally kills some pirates because he escapes and stuff. He Dooku uses... is just brutal. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, he very much just, like, slays some of those pirates. Um, Slay. And escapes. Stuff. Dooku escapes again. and Surprise, surprise. Yeah. That's essentially how the episode goes, of course. It's, it's expected. The cool thing I liked about this ending was that, like, Anakin is just about to, like... He's holding Hondo by the throat with a lightsaber. Yeah. And Obi-Wan was like, no, we have no quarrel with him. Mm-hmm. We're no longer, like... And then he says to Hondo, too, like, we're not your prisoners anymore. You have no bargaining chips. I, there's nothing that I want from you. I'm yeah, not going to come no seek revenge. We're good. Like, we're just yeah. going to leave. But Count Dooku's out there, and he's not as honorable as we are. Yeah. So... Yeah. W- this is what leads me to believe that... Hondo is going to become a little more like, I will help the Jedi because they were kind to me when they mm-hmm. could have like destroyed my life. Yeah, because he was impressed by that. And yeah. he's like, oh, okay. You're very honorable. You're just going to leave and and that's going to be okay. You're not going to come after us or anything. Um, yeah. That was, this is interesting because like he's a pirate mm-hmm. and like the whole pirate thing is like, I take from people what I want. Yeah. But I guess he like also respects their like, he has a he has a code. He has a twisted sense of honor, I guess, in a way. Well, like, yeah, he has. He still has his code. Yeah, he has a code. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, but I think he just. I think what happens is he respects that they also have a code. Just because you're bad guy doesn't mean you're bad guy. Is that a quote from something? Yes. <laughs> just because you're bad doesn't mean you're bad. bad. The audience knows it's what? from Wreck It Ralph. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. I remember. That was a great movie. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to the ratings. The ratings. Animation. 7.8. Gave it a 7.3. I gave it the same rating I gave the last one. I thought they were yeah. both on the same par. Again, effects-wise, average. Acting, not great. Yeah. Um, mostly because of Jar Jar. 7.1. That voice just took me out of it a little bit. Yeah. Jar Jar, and honestly, Obi-Wan, too. I thought his acting was a little bit yeah, lower There are me. some times where he gets like he overacts a little bit. Yeah, yeah, overacting. That's Anakin, you're in trouble again, I see. Like, stuff yeah. like that is just... Yeah, it, it got on my nerves a little bit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, 6.9 is what I gave it. Did You, you said yours, right? 7.1. 7.1. Yeah. Character development went up for me. Uh, 8.1. I, I gave it an average. I gave it a 7.6. Okay. I thought this one was 8.1 worthy, which is like a great score for me. Um, 
because of Hondo and the Pirates. You really get to know the Pirates. You get to see their oh, personalities. Man. I'm going to up mine a little bit for that reason. Yeah, that like, I think about it. It, you really just get to know who are the Pirates because the Pirates come back. Spoiler alert. And there's the, the traitor. Dooku? No, the Pirate. Oh, what was his oh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name either. Um, but, yeah, one of the Pirates yeah. was a traitor and stuff. Um yeah, you, you get to know their personalities. You get to know what, how scummy are these guys. Are they good? Like mm-hmm. it, it develops the whole pirate thing and like what they're doing and, and and how much of an adversary they are really well here in Hondo specifically. This episode more than the last one really dives into well, not like super. You get you get a taste of it of how cunning he is and just like how he's not exactly as stupid as the rest of the pirates. He's just a step above. Um, so yeah, character development eight point one for me. Yeah, I gave it. Oh, dang it. Sorry, I'm trying to math. Mm-hmm. But we're not. Oh, sh- okay. We're not all the way done yet, anyway, so that's fine. Sorry. What was your character development? Character development was 8.3. 8.3? That's good. Yeah. Um, Dialogue. Again. I gave it a 6. Point, sorry, I interrupted you, but I gave okay. it a 6.9. 6.9? I gave it 6.8. Yeah. So. So comparable. It's okay. It wasn't, it wasn't bad dialogue. Like, I, I thought a lot of the dialogue in this was actually very good, other than Obi-Wan and Anakin's dialogue. Um, so, 6.8. Sound design, again, standard for the new standard for these, 7.5 for me. 7.8. Plot. The plot. I gave a 7.8 for the plot. I really enjoyed it. I gave it, it a 7.9. So we're very close on a lot of yeah. these things. I, again, I didn't think it was like a great episode, but it was fun. It was it fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, seven point eight. So that gives my average score for this episode to be a seven point five. Let me just uh, mathicate here. Mathify. So I got I have a seven point five. You also have seven point five? I do. Alright, so that means seven point five. Millennial Falcon. The Gungan General, season one, episode twelve, Millennial Falcon review score, seven point five. Noise. And that's a review. That's another episode in the books. Put it in your books and read it. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> Uh, follow us on Instagram at the Millennial Falcon podcast. Join us next time as we review the next two episodes, which is season one, episodes 14 and 15. Episodes 13 13 and 14. 14. Excuse me. Episodes 13 and 14, uh, Jedi Crash and Defenders of Peace. So go ahead, watch those, and we'll see you next time on the Millennial Falcon.